Can we stay right there? When you're in a worship mode, right, and they get real good to you, you'd be like, can we just stay right here for a minute, please? Um, so good morning. God morning. Great morning. Hey, y'all. It is Monday. August the 21st already. Can y'all believe it? 
one week and we out of this month of new beginnings and we're into the month of pushing for all y'all that are pregnant with god ideas god visions uh pregnant with books and businesses it's about time to push those babies out wanda when i read your comment this morning um it made my baby leap on the inside for this surely is the day that the lord has made we shall rejoice and be glad in it, it it's something about that just like uh it made me jump on this morning and then i went through my prayer cards this morning swamika <laughs> and psalms 89 and 15 uh came up as well as proverbs 4 and 23 Psalms 89 and 15 says, blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence, Lord. I pray that you have learned to acclaim the Lord and that you walk in the light of his presence. And then Proverbs 4 and 23 says, above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Above all else, guard your heart because everything you do flows from it. For the issues flow from your heart. Guard your heart, guard your mind, and guard your spirit. Period. Don't let don't allow what is happening around you or even in this world affect your heart condition. Because everything you do flows from the heart. And everything that comes up and comes out is a first a heart an issue of the heart. It's a heart matter. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. So listen. I'm excited for today, um, one, because I miss y'all, and two, because our Waiting While You Wait Wednesday is happening on Monday Morning Matter. <laughs> she's still Serena, uh, and she still is trusting God. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter what anybody else says, the Lord has said, stand and see the salvation of the Lord. <laughs> so we won't be moved. <laughs> we won't be moved by the situations or the circumstances. Why? Because I trust God. I trust God. I trust God. I trust the God in her to trust the God that I serve. And at the end of the day, Wanda, it's a heart matter. It's a heart matter. It's a matter of the heart, Serena. It's a heart matter. You are yes, yes. Yes. We bless you, King Jesus. 
to every wife that is yet holding on, believing God to do the miraculous because he's a miracle working God. He has the ability to do far above you can ever think or imagine. God is able, y'all. He's not just able to reconcile marriages. He's able to heal. He's able to deliver. He's able to set free. He's able to open doors. He's able to do every and anything you need him to do. If you would just trust him. God bless you. God bless you. Period. That. You got to trust him without a shadow of a doubt that he'll work it out beyond your wildest imagination. And it may not look like what you expect it to look like, but even in that, God says, I am the great I am. And I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. That means he's already written it out, y'all. I knew your ending before your beginning. So even though I don't know what's down the road, God says, I've already seen it. I've already made every crooked street straight. Glory. Before me, God, I bless you on this morning. Don't know who that was for, but I'm telling you. God is a God of Swamika, second chances, third chances, fourth chances, fifth chances. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. And even though we don't get it right the first time, I love you. He says, get up, daughter. I love you. Dust your feet off and get back in it. For somebody, somebody needs to understand that the fight is fixed. The fight is fixed. The fight is fixed, y'all. The fight is fixed. Come on, Serena. Ah, bless you. I'm going to just go ahead and add lib to that because the Lord gave me a rhema word last night. And I feel led to share it with you this morning, ladies. He said that there is a book written in heaven about you. Glory be unto God. Just piggyback on what Denise said. God already wrote your life out before you were planted in the womb of your mother. Ladies, there's a book in heaven written about you. And God is illuminating that book. So I bless God. I bless God this morning, Lord God. We honor you and we thank you for this time and this opportunity to be able to come into your presence. Thank you for another opportunity to just say good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Lord. We love you. We love you and we honor you. We cherish you. We bless you, Lord God, for being King of kings and Lord of lords. We thank you for watching over us over this last week, Lord God. We thank you for ordering our steps. Thank you that there's a book in heaven written about us, Lord God. Thank you that you've made us the star of the book, Lord God. And I ask today that you would open our ears and our hearts and our minds to receive from you, to hear what it is that you have for us. But today is Monday. 
manna. And Lord God, you have some manna for us to eat this morning. So I pray that the women have an appetite to receive from you on high this morning. So we bless you and we invite you in. Come in, Lord, remove me and let them see all of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ladies, this morning, God has a word for you. And I hope, like I said in the prayer, you got your appetite right because the manna is on the table and it is about to be served. Our topic this morning is going to be hearing from God. And yes, God is still speaking. People today are bombarded by various opinions, ideologies, and voices. Our outlook to life is defined by what we hear. Hearing from heaven will help you tune your spiritual ears to heaven's frequency in the midst of many noises in your life. So you may be able to distinctively, transformatively hear the sound of heaven. So ladies, open your ear gates because God is about to speak. We're going to go from Jeremiah 33 and 3. It says, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Sometimes we may wonder, does God really speak to us today? Yes, he does. Is he too busy for us or has he forgotten us? Is he far from us? No, he's not. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And if he spoke to Moses at the burning bush, and he spoke to Abraham at the altar, Samuel in the temple, believe me, ladies, he will speak to you today. The Bible is an expression. It's an expression of his longing to reveal himself to each one of us. There's 66 books in the Bible. There's 1,189 chapters. Did you know that? There's 31,205 verses in the Bible, not to mention that there's over 2,500 promises from God in the Bible. So this is how much God wants to talk to you. Have you can you imagine? Ladies, you cannot even famine the number of thoughts that God has for you in a day. Just take a moment and think about that. Can you famine how much God is thinking about you in a day? He wants to have a relationship with us. In fact, he created us for fellowship with him. When we, decided, when we decide to draw close to him, his voice becomes more and more clearer to us. So let me give you the most important key to hearing from God. The most important key is being available. Are you available? By now we know that God still speaks, but are you available to hear from him? That's what he wants to know. Are you available? Ladies, we need to allocate time and space in our daily schedules to hear from God. Be available to hear from him. In Ephesians 2 and 10, it says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we shall walk in them. He's already preordained them. People often identify and value you with your relationships, your titles, how you look, what your bank account got in it. But is this where we really find our true identity and our significance from? 
Absolutely not. There's nothing ordinary about you, ladies. You are a product of heaven. You were bought with a price, set apart for a great purpose, and your story is significant. God says your story is significant. Ladies, we are the masterpiece of, the of our Heavenly Father. Our worth is not defined by what we have done on this earth, but what's been done in heaven for you. Let me repeat that. Your identity is not defined by what you've done here on earth, but by what has already been done in heaven for you. Jesus died for you and me on a cross. He shed his blood. Your price tag is not in dollars, is not in silver, is not in gold, but it is much more. It's the precious blood of the Lamb of Jesus. That's your price. That's what it costs for your story to be significant, is the blood of Jesus Christ. So, ladies, we are his children. We're the children of the Most High. And all of heaven's attention is on you. So I pray that you live each day of your life in this truth and that you let no one, no one deter you from knowing the truth. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 through 19, it says, For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, from your vain conversations received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Ladies, that is the good news. We've been cleansed. We have been deemed spotless because of the blood of the lamb. Somebody needs to just give God glory and praise right there. Just bless them right there. That alone, he deserves all the glory and the praise. Thank you, Jesus. Next, I want to speak to us about our obedience inspired by faith. In John 15, verses 14, it says, You are my friend if you do whatsoever I command you. Again, this is God saying, You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. Ladies, do you consider yourself a friend of God? Because obedience to God unlocks understanding. What are you waiting for? Sometimes we wish that God will show us the entire picture before we can obey him. I know it's easier that way. At least we think that, but it's not true. So have you restricted your walk with God to only what you understand? Have you restricted your walk with God to what only you understand? Lord, have mercy. But guess what? Our minds could never fully grasp what God wants to do through our lives. Our logic would never dare to even go there. He says his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. They're above ours. But our faith will, ladies, and obedience inspired by faith unveils the hidden things of God. Where's your faith? How much faith do you got? Are you operating from a place of faith or are you doubting? 
Your knowledge and intelligence will only accomplish the dreams and destiny designed by man. But your faith and obedience will get a hold of heaven's plans and God designed destiny for you. Let me say that again. Your knowledge and intelligence will only accomplish the dreams and destiny designed by man. But your faith and obedience will get a hold of heaven's plans and God's designed destiny for you. That's what we want. That's our ultimate goal. Abraham's extraordinary faith and act of obedience to God connected him to a supernatural plan of heaven. Ladies, get ready to be connected to a supernatural plan of heaven. Seek that for yourself. Do you want to live for something greater? What's stopping you from believing and obeying? What is stopping you from believing and obeying and doing what God called you to do? Fear? Doubt? Anxiety? This will only cripple you. Ladies, let me challenge you to replace it with faith, strength, and courage. It liberates you. You are called for something greater. God, manna today that's being served is for you to eat on the fact that you were called for greater. Are you willing to accept and obey? I pray that you walk in extraordinary faith, believing only the one who has called you in simple obedience to the one who knows you. Simple obedience to the one who knows you and responding to the one who called you. For obedience inspired by faith, it will take you where your knowledge and intelligence will never dare to go again. You will not be able to famine, to even comprehend where your faith can take you. So ladies, make the decision today to not operate in your reality, but to operate in your faith. The faith in a God that created all of heaven and earth. The faith in a God that has a book written about you before you even entered the earth. Have faith. In 1 Corinthians, our next thing I want to speak to us about is the devil is coming to lie. And the lie that the devil will tell you. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. It says, there has no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able but will with temptation also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. Ladies, the devil will try to tempt you. Temptation is his plan. But let me warn you, temptation will produce, will promise you all of heaven and the earth, the moons and the stars. But baby, believe me, it is deceiving. Temptation is a lie. The enemy uses temptation to trap you, to destroy your purpose and destiny in God. Don't fall for it. The bait of Satan is temptation. It traps people in sin, which kills you, and it aborts the God-given future that God has for you. 
you're so caught up in sin because you've been tempted and you fell into temptation. Now you often find yourself living in condemnation, which separates you from God and none of it is biblical. So don't fall in temptation. The enemy is not after your relationships, ladies. He's not after your money. He's not after your marriage. He's not after your wealth, but he is after your identity and your purpose. Your identity and your purpose. He hates and he trembles when a child of God discovers their true self and steps out and accomplish heaven's ordained mission. How about the devil? Just think about it. Trembles. He trembles when Serena get up. He trembles when Denise get up. Is he trembling when you get up, sis? Because he knows that you have answered the God-ordained call on your life. Make him tremble. Make him retreat. We are warriors for the king of kings, the Lord of lords. Satan's promised pleasure, power, and fame, but Jesus stayed focused on heaven's assignment, ladies. He hates and he trembles again when a child of God discovers their true self and steps out to accomplish her heaven-ordained assignment. Step out. Remember Jesus in the wilderness? Right after heaven was open and Jesus was introduced as the son of God and he was launched into his ministry, the devil came for him. Soon as he got ordained and launched into ministry, soon as he was announced and his position was finalized and everyone knew, the devil came for him. So you could best believe he's coming for you. The devil came to challenge his identity. The devil is coming to challenge your identity, ladies. He tempted, Jesus, he tempted Jesus to deviate him from the very thing that Jesus had come to fulfill in the earth. Salvation for us. Satan's promised pleasure, power, and fame, but Jesus stayed focused on his assignment. Ladies, stay focused on your assignment. All hell has broken loose in my life in the last couple of weeks. I have not given it any attention because I'm focused on the assignment. I will be deterred, distracted, and delayed if I took my eyes off of the assignment. I will be discouraged, y'all. No, stay focused. Stay with your eyes on the prize, which is Jesus Christ alone. I will complete this assignment to God's satisfaction. And any babies that he has put inside of me will be birthed in the mighty name of Jesus. They will not be aborted because of fear and doubt. I will stand on the word of God. Ladies, Christ knew where he had come from and what he had to come and what he came to do. He knew where he came from and he knew what he came to do. So I'm going to tell you, ladies, you know where you've come from and you better know where you're going. Because if you don't, the devil will chew you up 
and spit you out. He is coming for you. Be prepared. Be equipped with the word of God. God did not fight with his own words. Jesus spoke the word of God back to him. How did he speak the word of God back to the enemy in the moment of temptation? It was already hidden in his heart. He already had stored it up in there. How much word do you got stored up inside of you? Where's your weaponry? Are you fighting with weapons of the world? Or are you fighting with the weapons that the Lord is giving you? Remember, we don't fight as the world fights. So don't give in to temptation. Let me ask you, like Jesus, will you stay focused on who you really are and what you were called for? Because you're confident that heaven is behind you and that the Holy Spirit will help you overcome all that comes before you. Are you willing? Whenever you're tempted, ladies, speak to someone. Speak to your spiritual leaders. Speak to someone that you can be accountable with. Seek help. Keep yourself accountable. Temptation is common to all men. It's irrespective of titles, spirituality, and positions. Somebody needed to hear that. Stay accountable. There's nothing that you have been tempted with that someone else has not been tempted with. And I can almost guarantee you that if they're a leader in the church, they've already been tempted with it because God has to test those that he sent forth first. Because much is given, much is required. So be accountable. The same battles that you face, your leaders also face. And believe it or not, they can help. You want to use discernment. Absolutely. Be led by the Lord. But there is accountable, responsible individuals that you can go to and speak to in the moment of temptation. I want you to watch how a lion kills a deer. First, it disturbs the flock. Then it isolates the one to get it alone. When you're isolated in your journey, ladies, you're weak, you're vulnerable, and it's easier for the enemy to devour you. This is what the devil wants. He wants to isolate you by lying to you. You're the only one going through this. What if they misunderstand you? I feel ashamed. What if they judge me? They ain't going to believe me. This is not true. Seek help and never face your temptations alone. It's a lie from the enemy. The purpose of temptation is to distract you from your purpose. Stay focused, ladies. Stay focused. Matthew, I want you to read it in your own time. Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. It goes in and it tells us about how Jesus was led to the in the wilderness by the spirit and how he was tempted by the devil and how he spoke the word. Use that scripture today as your devotional time and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you about how you need to speak back to that devil when he comes thinking that he has to come and disturb you 
on your God-given purpose, in your God-given destiny. When he comes to distract you, you need to be able to put the word on it and put them back in its place. And most of all, ladies, let's seek the kingdom of God first. Matthew 6, 33. And I'm closing with this. It says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Let's get the order right. Let's seek God first, and then all other things will follow. God's priorities precedes God's provision and promotion. Let me say that again. God's priorities precedes God's provision and promotion. So let's pursue the death of life as you were created to, ladies. God has a plan for your life. I pray that this manna has filled you. I pray that you will be able to chew on it throughout the day. Regurgitate it. Go back, replay the video. Allow the Lord to speak to you over and over today about what he has planned for you in your future, in your life. And start putting a plan in place this week, ladies. Do not be discouraged. Have hope. Have faith. God is still speaking. He's saying, are you listening? Are you willing to be available? And available, intentionally available. Like, Lord, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to sit here until I hear you speak. Lord, I'm on my way to the store. Can you give me a rhema word? Lord, I'm going to be still just to be in your presence. Even if you don't say anything, I just want to feel you. Can I just feel you? He knows your heart. And he wants us to desire him more than anything else in the world, ladies. So be encouraged. Stand strong. Keep trusting God. Keep speaking to God. And most of all, allow him to speak to you through his word. Through the word. Are you reading it? Or are you waiting for Monday morning manna? How many times, ladies? I'm going to call you out. Have you picked up your word for yourself this last week? The equipping is your responsibility. The tools and the encouragement has been given. But the fruit of the productivity in your purpose and in your walk will result from the time that you put into reading and applying his word. And do catch that I said reading and applying his word because we could read it and never apply it. It does no good. But are you reading it? And are you allowing it to change you? Because ladies, if you are, you are not the same person that you were last week. You're not the same person that you are, that you were a month ago. And it will be evident it's evidence in the way that you respond. It will be evident in the way that you speak, the way that you show up, and the way that you don't show up. 
because some of us were showing up in ways that we shouldn't have been showing up. So let the word do the work and you do the work and let the word change you by applying it. Amen. Lord be blessed. That's good. That's good. You do the work and let the work and let the word change you. Let's get back to this God's priority. God's priorities proceed provision and promotions. Hmm. Hmm. What priorities have he given you? Every last one of us got our own. And what have you made a priority? Have you taken your priorities and made them more priority than his? Oftentimes we do, ladies. I'm guilty myself. But his priorities are his priorities. And his provision doesn't come until after you accept the order of his priority. And so many times, Serena, we want the provision and the promotion. First. I'm speaking to myself, y'all. <laughs> I want the provision and the promotion without making his work my priority, not my work, his work, the priority. And it just goes back to what you just said, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all of these things, provision and promotion yes. will be added unto you. We can't have until we do. It's like, it's like when you raise your children. You can't go outside until your bed is made. Right? No, you can't go play until we take care of this housework. And that's what God is saying. You can't have from me. Now you can go make it happen. But you can't receive from me until you take care of my business, yes. my priorities. You can make it happen, right? And God not bless it because you Come made on. it happen outside of him. Come on. Or you can wait on God. Do what he's commanded you to do and then receive the blessings of the Lord, with, which addeth no sorrow. Just saying, we want to move ahead of time when time is God. God is time. We want to move ahead of time when God is saying it's not the right time. There are other things I need you to fulfill. I, I literally just pulled up um, Acts because as you were talking, what came to mind for me is that he equips those he calls. Absolutely. So actually Romans, um, Romans 9, 11 through 12 says that God chooses people according to his own purposes. He calls people, but not according to their good or bad works. Doesn't matter what state of mind you're in or your physical ability. If God called you to it, Come on. he's going to give you what you need 
the provision to accomplish it. But again, we want to move ahead of time when God is time. Because God, I, is yes. God is not time. He is the author and the finisher of time. He's yes. outside of time. Yes. He controls it. Yes. Absolutely. He is. There is no time in, when it comes in to him. There's no time. None. It says a moment is like a thousand days. A thousand days. Yeah. A thousand days. One day. Absolutely. Y'all, I'm telling you. Woo. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, y'all, because my husband don't went back to work. So I'll be up anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I'm just saying. He was like, I got to go to work because you want too much. He's like, so I'm going to work and you better get everything you need right now because I'm telling you, <laughs> this ain't about to last long. Um. Hey girl, you better get your list out and start making it happen. <laughs> Trust me. Um, we we already on that path, but listen, God, um, God sees, God hears, and God knows. Trust God above all things, trust. God. Um, trust that he knows the way, that he is the way, and that he's making a way. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's the obedience part, Serena. That part. Baby, that part. And ladies, let me just remind you that that is the hardest part. But once we conquer that, that's when the fruits of our labor and the blessings flow. So remember that even in the hard times, even in the obedience, we may have to stop and say, Lord, hold on, wait a minute. I don't want to. I can't. I don't. Lord, I'm going to need you to fix me because I'm going to need you to line my attitude up right now to being obedient to you because I'm having a problem. And God is OK with us being completely transparent with him and saying, Lord, this is not right. Wait a minute. I don't understand this, but I'm going to need you to help me because he's saying it's not in your strength that you're doing it anyway. It's when you weak. I'm coming in strong on your behalf. So now that you weak, baby, sit down and let me carry the load. But sit down. Sat down. Yeah, right. Sat down. Know that I am God. I am God. I'm God. Ooh, I never leave you nor forsake you. Never. 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 And he has you on his mind. Man, and he's mindful of me, Serena. Girl. Girl, God is mindful of me. 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 Little old Serena. Me. The little girl that was raised in Pittsburgh. Me. Me. He's mindful. And he calls me his friend. His friend, the one who created the universe, the one who has the footstool as the earth as his footstool. Yes, that's the, one that sits high. High. the one that sits high and looks low. What? Yeah. He loves us. He, he loves, loves me. Us. Man. I yes, Wanda. He, him. he knows my name. Yes, Wanda. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He knows yes. my name. And I'm telling y'all. He talks to us if we would just listen, listen, and it doesn't have to be all deep, right? 
washing dishes, in the shower, driving in the car, pushing the shopping cart. Just If you would just attune your ears to him, he's speaking. Yes. But we want this old, you know, hey, it's me, God, right? No. Come on. And that's not what he's giving. He might talk to somebody like that, but he doesn't talk to me like that, right? Yeah, I don't think he talks to nobody like that. If you do, you better be scared because he's a gentleman and he speaks in a still quiet voice. So sometimes we miss them because so much going on around us or so much is going on in our own minds that we can't even hear him over our own thoughts. Yeah. We is not even sometimes the devil. It'd be our own thoughts. Yeah. So God silence our thoughts. Come on. Yes, Lord. When they begin to speak louder than your voice. Yes, Lord. Silence our own thoughts. When they begin to sound louder than God's voice. Um, yes. yes. Yeah. So right, Shannon. Sharpen the ears of your daughters. Yes. To hear your sweet whispers. I hear the Lord say we have to emotionally tame our emotions. And that means that you're going to have to take control over your emotions because our emotions are getting in the way of us hearing his voice. That's good. That's good. That's good. I bless you, Holy Spirit. That's good. Right. So we, we, we become deaf. We become deaf because of our emotional state. Yes. The wailing is emotional. Yes. The theatrics is emotional. And it's in those moments when God is trying to speak to you, but I can't. Come on, Holy Spirit. Because you can't hear me. You can't hear me because you're emotional. Take authority over your emotions. Yes. Yeah. That's it right there. Take 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 authority over your emotions because some of us are um inclined to be emotional because that's what we grew up around. That's how I can get my way, right? I get my way because I can be emotional and I can cause things to happen because I'm emotional, right? I get more uh, response from people when I'm emotional. Some people thrive on being emotional. And God is saying, I'm not moved by your emotions at all. As a matter of fact, I need you to get your emotions in, under control so that I can give you what I need to give you in this moment. So take authority over your emotions because they don't move God. That's what God was really saying. I'm not moved by your emotions, yes. daughter. Yes. <laughs> well, invite her to the replay. When text messages start going off, right? And people be like, ooh, so-and-so need to be connected. Yep. 
send her today's <laughs> call. Um, I'm going to add it to the podcast, or you can just simply send her this link from the group. Um, she's in the group. So the other side of that is we are to be our sister's keepers, right? And if you see me operating in my emotions, sister's keeper, I'm expecting you to call me on the carpet about Come on. Denise, sis, you good? Because you acting out of character. You're acting out of character. That's good, Takiya. Take the E out of emotions and get in motion with God. That's very good. Um, but some of that, mm, sometimes we can't handle our emotions because we're not grown enough in the word. We're Come not on. enough in the word to be able to handle our emotions. I don't know how to act any way other than this. Although you should. And we should because the Bible got 31,205 verses, 2,500 promises. You got 66 books and you got 11, 1,189 chapters. There's nothing stopping you from hearing the Lord except for yourself. He has spoken. The word is available for us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. God has spoken, so let the church say amen. Amen. <laughs> Get your emotions in check because feelings are not facts, but God is factual, That's baby. Right. Yes. So... It goes back to not being moved by what you see, not being moved by what you hear, but only being moved by the 66 chapters. The what, how many, the what? 31,205 verses, 2,500 promises, and you got 1,189 chapters with 66 books. <laughs> only be moved by that. Only. Yeah. Only. Ooh, so yes, I thank God for Serena. I thank God for her stick to itiveness. Look, bless yep, you. Don't ask me how to spell it, but that's my word for today. I thank God for your fortification in Him. Bless you, Jesus. Um, that despite what it looks like, I will not be moved. Not at my all. eyes are fixed on Jesus. And he is the only one I see. Period. Period. Dot. Um, so I, period. Dot. So I thank God for you. I thank God for um, every wife who wars for the wife tribe. Um, yeah, I, I just thank God. So listen, there are some things in the works, and I need. I'm sharing this only because I need y'all to be in prayer. There are some things got placed on the inside of me, Serena, that must be birthed for wives who wore. So um, for my avid book readers, 
the Wives Who War is preparing to launch their um, Wives Who War book club. If you are an avid book reader, there's a post for you. Um, we already have some soldiers who have stepped up to the plate. Um, Flyer is in the works, so that's happening. The other thing that got placed on me is that there must be a wife conference exclusively for wife curated by wives, period. Um, my belief is that WifeCon will happen in the year of 2024, but I'm only sharing because I need you to be in prayer. Cover it in prayer. Bathe it in prayer because it can't be birthed outside of prayer. Absolutely. Everything got to be birthed through prayer. So WifeCon 2024. Don't have a location. It don't even have to be. Uh, well, wherever God says it will be is where it will be. So WifeCon 2024. The other thing God gave me. Um, the other thing God gave me was. Where is it? Oh, I can't. I wrote it down. I got to figure out which book I wrote it in because I've been writing in way too many books, way too many journals. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, okay. It'll come to me. Wife Kind 2024. Um, thank you, Dee Dee. Glad you saw it in the spirit. That just confirms what God said to me. Um, WifeCon 2024. Um, because Wives Who War, again, <clears throat> is bigger than us. And God is saying it's time to go forth in the things of him. And trust him in the process, right? So I'm trusting God in the process. I'm trusting what God placed in me and I heard him speak just this past week. And I shared this with somebody else as well. Um, so I just need y'all to cover it. I don't need y'all to speak it to anyone. I just need you to cover it in prayer. So that's why I'm sharing it. Okay. It, it's it's um, Wanda, I'm uh, if God does what he showed me, um, I'll just say it, it will be God. It will be God because it is going to happen the way that he showed you in the mighty name of Jesus. He's going before us and he's already making the way straight. We will be receptive to hear the instructions and obey. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, um, just bathe it in prayer because it has to be God. Yes. And it has to be ordained by God. And every person he brings must be of God. Yes. Um, so, more to come. So, here's the other thing I need. There are a few women on this call 
who know that they've been called to wives who war to serve in a capacity that is board related. I wish I could see everybody's face. <laughs> I just wish I could have just seen their face when you said that. <laughs> there are a few women on the call that have been called to serve wives who war in a capacity that is board related, meaning there are planning committees, there are structures that have to be put in place. There is business that has to be taken care of yes. um, in order for us to operate as God has called us to operate. Now, I keep telling y'all, I, I, I kept telling y'all why two war was bigger than me. Has always been. I was just the, um, I was just the womb God used to birth it. Don't get me wrong. She my baby. I'm not going to let y'all mishandle the baby. That's right. But there are a few good women. Right, Didi. I was just the conduit for which God utilized to birth her. But in that, she's seven. About to be eight. Jesus. Um... And eight is the year of new beginnings. <laughs> She'll be eight in February of 2024. So in that, there are new things that need to happen through her. Kara, I don't know how you can help just yet, but thank you for raising your hand. And I have taken note of your name. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Um, but it's coming. And um, so there's more to come. So for those of you who believe God has called you to, uh, to um, play a larger part within Wives Who War, um, there's work to be done, y'all. There is many marriages that are connected to wives who war and they don't even know that they're connected. God is using, and I'm going to speak this into the atmosphere. God is using somebody's power, their authority, and their resources on the behalf of wives who war. Yeah. The name of wives who war is being spoken into uh, into atmospheres that we've yet to even walk into. Yes, Lord. I know that without a shadow of a doubt. And, and wives who war will do exactly what God has called it to do and fulfill in the earth realm. It's already been written in heaven and whatever he's already written in heaven, we will fulfill here on earth. Amen. Amen. So somebody is using their power, their authority, and their resources on our behalf. God bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. It will be a household name. Yes, Lord. Not just in the Bay Area. Internationally. Internationally. 
Because if the enemy can steal and kill the marriages, then he can steal and kill the church. And God says that if wives who war would war, then the enemy wouldn't stand a chance. Come on. But in order for them to war, they got to understand who they are and whose they are. Whose they are. So the assignment is each one reach one and then teach one, right? Training ground. He has already spoken. It's training ground. We bring them in. God allows us to help them to become whole. They are sent out. They come in. They get whole. They get fortified. They get fed. They grow up. They go out. They come in. Literally, Serena, That's it. Jesus, do the work. I see it. So, I love y'all. And um, there's work to be done, but I cannot do it solo. So this is my this is my plea. If you believe you have been called to support the mission and the vision. Inbox me, text me. Um, I'm, I'm going to take the previous text message, although about somebody else, as a sign me up for the Christian Jubilee. Because um, there's work to be done. And we're greater together. Yes. right? And I cannot do this in my own strength. It has to be a team. And not just any team. Cause the road ain't gonna be easy. So I'm just saying now, right? It's gonna take work. It's gonna take dedication. Um, God's gonna send the provision. He's going to send the provision. Let me tell you why he's gonna send the, provi the, the provision because we're making his word and his work a priority. Come on. That's right. That's why I said, let me go back to this. God's priorities precede provision and promotions. When we make him and his works and his deeds priority, the promises of the Lord will be yes and amen. Glory to your holy name. Glory. 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 I love you all. I love you, sis. I love you too, sis. I you love all you. have an amazing day. And I'm telling you, um, I'm going to see how what God says. Don't be surprised if you see me on this week, though. Turn on your notifications. That's all I could tell you to do. Turn on your notifications. Okay. Love y'all. Have a great day.